0: You know how back in the days miners would sift through dirt and sand and it would take them days, hours, until they finally struck gold and then they would celebrate and they're excited about it because they finally found gold? The same exact way that miners would mine to find gold is the same way you gotta mine through you for ideas. You gotta mine ideas. There are ideas in you and in your group of friends that you got to draw out. It's like pulling out content, right? People say, "How do you guys come up with new content on entertainment?" We mine to find content out. So last week I'm in Las Vegas. We're at the MGM Grand Arena. We're about to shut down the convention in the next few months. We're gonna have ten or fifteen thousand people there, and we're at Hakkasan. We're looking at all these places. I'm having breakfast with Matt Sheena, Hector Rodolfo, Hart Palayo, and Tikrin. And we're showing this new content that came out for the seminar called SLS, Sales Leadership Seminar, sold out within a week. It's gonna be held in Breakers in South Florida. And I'm going through every way that I've built a sales team, how to build a great sales team, and how to drive a great sales team. And there's 10 elements to it. We can cover that together. I'm not selling the ticket to you, it's sold out. I'm sharing this with you because when I showed the content, they asked the question and how said, How'd you come up with this content? And I said, We have a system for how do we come up with content. How do you do it? I said, Well, we'll sit there in a the boardroom. Okay, and we'll need markers, we need a board, and we need a couple people that know the history, know the content, and we'll start asking questions. And next thing you know, boom, 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 we start putting stuff up. What do we do first? What do we do then? What do we do this? He said, I don't get it. Can you tell me more? I said, great. Okay, so let's, let's do a quick exercise here. I said, can you guys tell me what Sheena's strength is? So he says something. You know, Hector says something. Rodolfo says something. You know, Palio says something. Hart says something. I said, okay. Sheena, I think your strength is dot, dot, dot. I said, the part about your strength that I believe you have is, you're the best at studying and processing, getting feedback from somebody. Your speed to execution, it's so incredible. I've never met anybody that's as fast as you in executing. Speed from getting the idea, buying into it, logically convinced. You're not emotionally convinced. You have to be logically convinced. You move like this. I've never seen anyone that moves that quickly. Then it's, okay, what's my strength? So I went through Hector's strength, then we went through Rodolfo's strength. We went through everybody's strength, right? So uh, Palayo's strength, what is it? You're a great teacher. You know, you're very good at delivering this. Okay, Rodolfo, what's yours? You're great. And finally we get to Matt Sopalo. Matt over here was the CEO of the company, and Sheena being the chairman of the board of the field advisory board. So I said, Matt Sopalo, what's his biggest strength? So they're all saying their own comments. I think it's this, I think it's that, I think it's this. And I said, I'm going to say two strengths that he has. One of them, he can teach. The other one, you cannot teach. And you're going to see how this twist of events of my story leading to this that has... Nothing to do with mining content, but everything to do with mining for ideas, right? I said one of Matt's biggest strengths is the following. Number one, uh, his attitude is infectious. You know when you're like looking for signs of success? Oh my gosh, it's, let me see how this guy does it. Oh, it's got to be such a technical thing. Half the battle is having a great attitude, because a great attitude attracts other good people in your life that give you ideas and you know, strategies that work for you, right? I said, this guy's got a ridiculous attitude. I said, you know, Matt, you know what I'd like you to do? He says, what's that? I'd love you to go and write down 20 to 30 points on why you got such a great attitude. And he's like, uh. Oh. So then I said, Sheena, you got to pull it out of him. And then others got to pull it out of him. You got to be thinking about it. Then you got to transfer it to people. Because a great teacher is what? Somebody that knows how to transfer knowledge to him. Somebody who knows how to transfer knowledge to you. Somebody who knows how to transfer knowledge to Billy. The ability to transfer knowledge and strategies is what makes somebody a good teacher. Yes, storytelling is effective. Yes, getting you to see it in a different way to say, oh, this kind of made sense. No one ever explained this to me before. We just talked about this in a video a couple weeks ago. But then I said, there's a second key to him. And I said, here's what it is. They said, what's that? And by the way, most of the guys at the table have it. Not all of them, but a couple of the guys at the table have it. She has Vargas. Most of the guys at this table have it, right? And uh, he says, what is it? I said, you have to realize, um, y- you know how you see some people in your life where you're like, how does this guy go on four hours of sleep, wakes up and goes back and is like, how do you stay so excited and you're fired up throughout the day? How do you have all this energy? Where does this energy come from? I said, there are certain people you can't teach him. So what do you mean? I said, well, you don't know why this guy's not stopping. Nobody knows the real story why. We kind of can speculate. Say, maybe it's his relation with his dad. Maybe it's his relation with this. Maybe it's what happened in high school. Maybe it's an ex. Maybe it's a former boss. Maybe it's a former a business partner, running a former company. What, you can combine all those things together. But there will be certain people in life that have had such high octane pain in their lives that they had to go through that the, the, their, their reasoning to want to prove a point cannot be explained to the average person that they can't stop for. They they just can't stop. They're gonna continue to go until this thing becomes a reality. So what's your point? Here's my point to you. Yesterday went on a call, a girl named Jasmine asked me a question, great at what she does. She asked me a question, she says, Pat, you know, how how do you know at what point, you know, for people to not slow down on their vision and continue, how do you know when somebody gets at a level to not get comfortable and all this other stuff? I said, look, Almost everybody can get to a certain level, 50K, 100K, quarter million, a million, whatever the number is. I said, the people that never stop, you don't have to tell them to never stop. Like They don't read a book on how to never stop. They don't read a book on how to continue going. They don't read a book. Story came out yesterday about Julius Randle, and ESPN was telling the story that Julius Randle, when he was playing with Kobe. Kobe told him, hey, one rule of thumb when you go on the road, he says, what's that? Before you go to bed, always go to the gym and take a few shots before you go to bed. Julius Randle's like, really? He says, yeah, that's one of the things I've always done. Kobe says this. So the girl's telling the story, I'm like, where's she going with this? She says, so Julius Randle's going to play at the Knicks. Not at the Knicks. He's playing at the, I don't know where he's playing. He's playing at one of these, I think it is New York. He goes to play for the Knicks prior to going to the game. He calls the guys and says, I need to shoot some shots tonight. They say, listen, everywhere is closed." They find a high school. They open a the high school up so Julius Randle can make some shots. Julius Randle goes there. The coach of the high school team is waiting for him. It's like midnight. Julius Randle walks in, and to start taking a shot, the coach says, hey, man, it's really great to see you here. We rarely have to open up the gym to take shots like this. The last guy, matter of fact, that did this, see this? The last guy that did this was a guy named Kobe Bryant. You see, how many people you think Kobe said that story to, before you go to a game, another city to play, go to a local high school and take shots? Kobe's probably told that to hundreds of people. But the story we find out about is through who? A guy named Julius Randall who actually did what Kobe told him to do. The few people that are still watching this, where you want to do something really big in your life. And we're trying to pull out all this mining, all this content, mining all this other stuff. There's one thing we can't mine. We can't mine the few crazy, absolutely insane, obsessed people that are not going to slow down. We will never fully know your reason until maybe your biography is written, or you write your memoir, and you open up and tell us what the real driver is. Because some of the reasons, we're not going to tell the world about it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But those few of you that are still watching this, I don't need to tell you anything because you're not going to stop anyways. You know who you are. You're going to continue. Ninety percent of people are still not watching this video because they're like, what the hell does this have to do with mining for content? But the small percentage of people that are watching this right now, hey, um, just want you to know your future looks bright. You're going to experience some crazy moments, but you don't know how to stop, which means eventually we're going to find out about you and read about you. And I can't wait to read your story one day. That's to the few. By the way, it's not even one percenters. It's even smaller than 1%. It's a very, very small community of people. If you watch Tiger's documentary, you'll see like where the drivers came from, this guy, to go out there and become who he is. And he couldn't stop. I was talking to the guys. We're sitting. I'm like, you know what number scares the hell out of Tiger? Like, all this mess he's going through right now with you know, the accident, speeding, the crash he just recently had, all this other stuff. Everywhere he goes, he sees one number. He can't get one number out of his head. You know what that number is? 19, 19. 19, 19. He probably doesn't like guys with the jersey 19. He probably would never live in a building where the address is 19. He would have a hard time being anywhere with the number 19. You know what number 19 is? That's the number to be Jack Nicholas. And it drives him insane to see that that may never happen with him. As much as he went so quickly winning 10, 12 masters, everybody thought he was going to crush the number of 18. He may be at a point right now. He's like, I don't know if I can ever break this. It's very hard for guys like that that want to break records and go through it. It takes a lot of faith to kind of overcome that faith because he's got that obsessive personality. It's the reason why a guy changed the game. Nobody in the history of golf ever changed the game like Tiger did. Tiger did. So again, to the crazies that are watching until the end, um, life's going to be weird for you. You're going to experience some pain. But eventually if you stick it out and do something big, we're all going to read about it. just want you to know about this. We're all going to read about it, whether it's in business whether it's in sales, whether you're going to be somebody that your family's going to have the picture on the wall because you're the family that changed the entire legacy, whether we're going to find out about what you did in a company that took you to the next level because you wouldn't stop until you figured out exactly the solution, how to fix that one problem that the company's had for the last decade, and your obsessive personality finally figured it out. Either a community, a family, a generation, a city, a state, a country, a nation, the globe is going to find out about your story because you, people like you, don't know how to stop. Everybody else who watched this was going to comment below and say, that's not healthy. That's exactly why people have so many issues because of what you're encouraging people to do. I'm not encouraging people to do nothing. I'm just letting you know there's a very small group of people in the world that the world does not understand who don't know how to stop. Whatever you tell them, whatever you give them, they don't know how to stop. They're going to get what they want or they're going to, you know, this line goes, die trying. They're going to give their best to figure out exactly what they want in life and it's going to be an interesting journey. If you're one, you're going to enjoy it. If you're watching it, you're going to enjoy the movie. Having said that for the few the crazy ones that are still watching this, I got a video for you, but it's only for the crazy ones. It's titled 14 strategies to beat your Goliath of your industry as an entrepreneur. You may have a different title if you've never watched this. Click here to watch that video. And with that being said, have a great week everybody. Take care. Bye bye.